The Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Analysis, discussion. It's the Broncos Blitz Podcast with Ronnie K. Welcome in to the Broncos Blitz Podcast. My name is Ronnie Court. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K, radio on Twitter, where today on the podcast, the 2020 schedule is officially out. Who do the Denver Broncos play? Where will they be playing? When will they be playing? And of course, what games do they have featured at night? We'll dive in and check out exactly what's going on with the Broncos in 2020. That's assuming we have football, of course, due to the COVID-19. Of course, now we're all asking that question. Will we have football? But if we do, Denver will be featured at night three times this year. Once on Monday Night Football, once on Thursday Night Football, and once on Sunday Night Football. That's the first time since 2017 that that's happened. And uh, certainly the Broncos are going to get a chance to showcase their new offense for the NFL world. But of course, with the 16 game season, we've got the full schedule. Now let's start and get right into it. But again, for more analysis on the Broncos and their schedule release, you can find it at MyLifeSports.com. And of course, this podcast, the archived Broncos Blitz podcast at MyLifeSports.com on my Twitter feed at Ronnie K Radio. Broncos have a bye week on week eight this year. So smack dab right in the middle. Do you like it? Do you love it? Do you hate it? Interesting stuff as, uh, look, Denver, generally, I think most players will tell you that the middle bye week is is kind of where you want to be. They don't want it too early. Some don't want it too late. So week eight, smack dab in the middle is where Denver will be taking a week off. They will open the season at home against the Tennessee Titans. Now, this will be right off the bat a night game. Actually, Denver, uh, if I remember correctly, this is the second year in a row. And once again, un- a little bit of an unfortunate draw for Denver because it means week two is now on a short week after you have all this time to prepare in week one. You don't have the time to prepare a week two. But, of course, week one against the Titans, that will be Monday Night Football. That, of course, the ESPN broadcast September 14th right here at Empower Field at Mile High. The Tennessee Titans will come to Denver to open the season on Monday Night Football. Then Denver starts a three out of the four Uh, East Coast swing, if you will, but they'll start it in Pittsburgh where uh, they'll travel to Pennsylvania on September 20th and play Ben Roethlisberger and the Pittsburgh Steelers. Then they will come home and play Tampa, 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 Brady. You get the picture. Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Say that five times fast. They will be here at Empower Field at Mile High on September 27th. That game slated at least for a 2 o'clock start against the Buccaneers. And then Denver once again with a short week as they travel out for Thursday night football to play the New York Jets. Now the Jets on the road, so that could be a tough little stretch there on October 1st. And then they'll stay on the East Coast against the New England Patriots. Now, of course, the Patriots, not the same Patriots that you come to uh, to know for over the past, well, 20 years. But on October 11th, they will visit Foxborough once again, and we'll see what Hoodie has up his sleeve in week five. Denver will then come home for two back-to-back games, Miami and potentially Tua Tunga Viola on October 18th, and Kansas City 
on October 25th. So that is your first seven weeks. And then, of course, it wraps up against the Atlanta Falcons that will be on the road November 8th. So just immediately zooming out first eight weeks. Again, Denver's bye week uh, uh, after, or excuse me, in between there, the Kansas City and Atlanta game. So you have seven games, bye week, Atlanta. That's your first eight weeks. Four of them at home. Four of them on the road. Some of your heavy hitters still coming up in the second half of the schedule, but certainly some interesting matchups in that first half. And a very interesting run on teams, particularly weeks two through five, I think are are quite critical. Because you have some games in there that are gimmies, but then obviously you have the tough one in the Buccaneers and Tom Brady. You have the short week against the Jets after coming off the short week uh, from the Titans to Steelers game from week ones to week two. And then a New England Patriot team that is very much in the unknown before coming home. Now, we move on to after the bye and talk week nine when the Oakland Raiders, uh, well, Denver will make their way to Las Vegas for the first time. So, of course, i got to put a dollar in the jar because I'm pretty sure I said Oakland there. No, the Las Vegas Raiders. I'm not sure if we're ever going to get that right. But anyways, the Las Vegas Raiders is where Denver will travel to on November 15th, uh, and then they will come home for back-to-back games. The road and home games seem to be split out quite nicely for the Denver Broncos, but we'll get to that here in a little bit uh, as the Denver Broncos come home against the Chargers. That will be on November 22nd, and then the uh, New Orleans Saints on 11-29, November 29th, and then they will have their night game their uh, third night game and likely final night game but of course things change all the time which will be kansas city that will be on 12 6 december 6th that will be their sunday night football appearance in week 13 week 14 will be carolina and teddy bridgewater uh, they will be headed to Carolina. So again, back-to-back road games there between Kansas City and Carolina before they come home for the Buffalo Bills. Now, the Bills game here in Denver, that will be either slated on uh, December 19th or December 20th. That, again, one of those kind of Saturday-Sunday flexed games. We've seen the NFL do this for the past couple years. They are doing it once again in back-to-back weeks, not only the week before Christmas, but, of course, Christmas week as well, too when they will travel to L.A. for a home-slash-road game against the Chargers on 12-26 or 12-27. They will wrap up the season just where they started at home against the Las Vegas Raiders on January 3rd. The second half of the season, of course, your heavy hitters are obviously the road game in December against Kansas City, a tough game certainly against the New Orleans Saints in which they come to Denver November 29th. Certainly Carolina is no pushover and nor is Buffalo. You have some uh, divisional games sandwiched in between. Makes for a very difficult second half of the season. But again, a lot of balance. Four home games, four road games, no span of the season where you have back-to-back-to-back home or back-to-back-to-back road. So a very balanced schedule, week eight bye. I think if you're the Denver Broncos, you uh, you are a little 
you know, you, you start to look at that first half of the season and you notice how you really need to get out to a good start, particularly that first six weeks being non-divisional opponents too. So keep that in mind. First six weeks, if you fall behind quickly, yes, there is some time to catch up, but there's also two more games with the Kansas City Chiefs looming as well too. And make no mistake, the Las Vegas Raiders and the L.A. Chargers have gotten better as well, too. So interesting stuff as the Broncos and their new schedule for 2020 thrown up on social media with Drew Locke as the face of the franchise, the cover boy on the graphic as the turn. uh, I should say the page turns on a new era, 2020 and uh, the draft around Drew, free agency building this team, a lot to like, I think, if you're a Denver Broncos fan. And now that the schedule is out, certainly a lot to discuss. I mentioned we were going to go around the table here. We're going to start with our buddy Zach Seegers at MileHighSports.com. Zach's going to join us here. And, well, Zach, I tell you what, a lot to uh, dissect with this schedule. But initially, when you look at it, what do you think? I think it's going to be a really exciting slate to watch this season. You know, you're going to see all these young players the Broncos got, uh, this really young team against a, a tough slate. And, you know, a lot of teams they match up well with. You get to see the Titans again who are kind of on that wild card bubble like the Broncos. I think the Raiders and Chargers are also kind of in that tier of the NFL. And then and then the Steelers as well are in there, too. And I wouldn't be surprised if maybe you see a team like the Dolphins or Jets uh, enter that realm. The Broncos will play three out of four on the road to start. And by the way, that home game is against uh, Tampa Brady or Tampa Bay or Tampa Bay. They also got that Titans home opener. Yes, uh, but three out of the four um, after that home opener. Um, Oh, I got you. And and also, I should note, the first six games also don't feature a division rival at all as well, too, which, you know, some would say is a good thing because the Las Vegas Raiders and the L.A. Chargers certainly are not. um, I don't think anybody will, will tell you that they've made leaps or strides. But that also means you haven't played Kansas City twice. So how critical is it for Denver to kind of get out of the gate on a a really strong note? I think it's very key. You know, like I said, you've got the Titans, who I think are going to be in the mix of that AFC wildcard race, uh, as will the Steelers. And, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if the Jets, Patriots or Dolphins are in there as well. Uh, And the Bucs, they're going to be one of the top teams in the NFC uh, and another high-powered offense, they might have uh, the second or third highest-power offense behind the Chiefs. So I think it, all th- six of those teams, really, before you uh, see the Chiefs at the end of October there, are going to be a, a great litmus test for the Broncos and the Broncos' defense to see how it can uh, hang with some of these elite offenses. Broncos get a Week 8 bye. Do you like it, love it, hate it? You love it. You know, I think the only way it gets better is if you have a, a week nine or a week 10 by, you know, so maybe it gets you a little more geared up for the playoffs. Week nine by, of course, is right in the middle of the season. Um, but week eight by is great. You really just don't want uh, one of those nasty week four buys or, or a week 13 by those. Those can really kill you. If you are the Broncos and you're seeing a stretch run that involves um, two AFC West divisional teams, 
Um, you know, uh, do you look at this schedule and change at all any of your expectations or the idea that maybe, hey, if we can kind of hang around in the division and then all of a sudden maybe uh, match a Kansas City team when wins, and I mean, it, does your expectation change for the division at all by looking at this, or are we just overthinking it? I don't think it, it hurts my expectations of what the Broncos can do this season. I think it does pump the brakes a little on the draft hype. You know, after the draft, it was like, wow, the Broncos are going to be with the best teams in the league. You know, they're they're catching the Chiefs. They've got this high-powered, fast, explosive offense. They're trying to out-Chiefs the Chiefs. And it's like, hold on. You know, they're going to have a, a six-game stretch there where they go Kansas City at home. Uh, then they're traveling to Atlanta to play the Falcons to Las Vegas to play the Raiders at home against the Chargers at home against the Saints. And then they're traveling to Arrowhead to play the the Chiefs on Sunday night football. I mean, that's a tough six game stretch there. Um, and there's those all throughout the, the season. You know, the first three are Titans, Steelers and Bucks like they're going to be uh, uh, tested. The Broncos are going to face some new quarterbacks a uh, new team for 2020 let me give you the list of them uh, at least what we expect to a tongue of viola with the miami dolphins uh, let's throw Tom Brady with the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in there. Let's also put Justin Herbert, potentially the name in there with the Chargers and Teddy Bridgewater with the Carolina Panthers. Of those four, who's the, the one you're most excited to see? I think it's got to be Tom Brady. You know, when you look at the history between the Broncos and Tom Brady, of course, the Broncos are the only team Tom Brady has a losing record against. And, I don't think it's a given the Tom Brady Tampa Bay thing works. I, I think it probably will, but he is a 43 year old quarterback who showed serious signs of decline last year um, playing in a new city. I think it could go the route and I personally hope it doesn't. I, I'd kind of like to see him succeed in Tampa. I'm in the minority there uh, among Denver fans, but uh yeah, I, I think that's the most exciting one. You're looking at the GOAT changing teams. It could be Michael Jordan with the Washington Wizards, or maybe he goes down and wins Tampa ring, and it's like Peyton Manning with the Broncos. I think, uh, yeah, that's a really exciting one. Plus, it's at home, so you get to see it in person. If you're a Broncos fan, what's the number one game to travel to? The number one game to travel to? Yeah. What's the one game you, could, you it- wish you could travel to? The one game, I, I think Kansas City, uh, Sunday night football, that is going to be a huge game for the Broncos in terms of how they're recognized nationally. They've got three primetime games, and I think that one against the Chiefs is the biggest because, like I said, this offseason was all about how do we catch the Chiefs. And this is a national stage in one of the toughest road environments, and it's a chance to either – you know, it'll be your last chance to play the Chiefs in the season. So it'll either make an announcement to the rest of the league like, hey, we're here, we're a playoff team, and we're to be taken seriously. Or it's a chance to show some chinks in the Broncos' armor and be taken less seriously by the rest of the league. Certainly interesting stuff. Zach, they can follow you on Twitter and, of course, catch up on writing at MileHighSports.com. Uh, give them the social media and uh, what you got cooking on the, uh, the back burner there. 
Absolutely. You can follow me on Twitter at Zach underscore Seegers. That's Z-A-C-H underscore S-E-G-A-R-S. And then on the website, we've just got, we actually got a schedule preview that just went up uh, looking at the top five Broncos matchups. And uh, then we've also got those prospect profiles coming out as the week goes on. Got Justin Sternad coming up, uh, Natane Mute, and uh, yeah, the rest of the bunch, Tyree Cleveland and Derek Tuska too. Terrific stuff as always. Zach, appreciate you joining me. Appreciate you having me, Ronnie. Thank you. So, of course, very interesting stuff, and you can respond on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. What do you think of the Denver Broncos' 2020 schedule? Look, certainly I think there's a lot of positives, but some unfortunate draws. I want to go over some of my and just quick thoughts immediately just skimming over the schedule that Monday Night Football Game 2 slot is just absolutely the worst Week 1 slot. I mean, let's be honest, the Thursday Night Football Spot against the defending champions, Kansas City would have been the best spot available. That obviously didn't happen. Uh, so uh, Monday Night Football Game 2, that's the worst week one spot and unfortunate for Denver to draw that. Weeks 2 through 5 are going to feature two short weeks, three East Coast games, and Tom Brady. Don't like that run. And this is uh, where if you're the Denver Broncos, I think you're going to have to get off to a very strong start because, boy, that is a lot of talent and a lot of unfortunate uh, scenarios just simply by how the schedule plays out. Not even looking at the opponents, two short weeks, three East Coast games, and Tom Brady. That is a tough stretch. Obviously, you have to go to Arrowhead in December. That is never a uh, thing that you like to do. You hope that that game's scheduled uh, more in September, October, but in December, Arrowhead will be a tough one. And then the Miami and L.A. Chargers placement is a little interesting because it does add the chance of seeing Tua Tunga Viola and Justin Herbert, the new young electric quarterbacks that uh, could be the future for those franchises. Now, we may see them, we may not see them, but uh, certainly, look, the placement of those games adds to the chance of a team saying, hey, you know, maybe we want to start the rookie on the bench, let him grow, and then if they lose a couple games to start the season, then all of a sudden your rookie gets inserted, and those placements a little unfortunate. But regardless, look, uh, 16 opponents that Denver's going to have to beat, and we knew that going in. It's uh, just where they're going to be flying at what time. So certainly interesting stuff as we'll continue to get your responses on Twitter, at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, the letter K Radio on Twitter. What do you think of the 2020 Broncos schedule? It is now out. We're going to have a lot of writing. MileHighSports.com, that's MileHighSports.com, to check out all kinds of great stuff on the Broncos and, of course, previous archives of the Broncos Blitz podcast. We appreciate you tuning in. We are all done for this edition of the Broncos Blitz podcast. You could check out archives of this podcast at MileHighSports.com. And, of course, if you like the program, if you like what we're doing, well, just give us a thumbs up or a five-star up on the many sites that you can check out this podcast at Spreaker, Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, MileHighSports.com. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much for tuning in. You can follow me on Twitter at Ronnie K Radio. That's at R-O-N-N-I-E, letter K, radio on Twitter. We'll see you next time for the Broncos Blitz podcast, a podcast from Mile High Sports. Check out more info at MileHighSports.com. That's MileHighSports.com. Later, y'all. To listen to previous versions of the Broncos Blitz podcast, visit MileHighSports.com or subscribe to the Broncos Blitz wherever you get your podcast.